0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the fifth episode of the VIP Gaming Podcast. My name is Vinny Champa, and with me is the robotic Michael Goss. How are you, man? I'm robotic. You are robotic. Well, I'm pretty sure you're like an android. Like, you know, that game, like Detroit Become Human, where you look like you're a human, but you're actually a robot. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, I-, I saw a chip in the back of your head that you've never told me about for 21 years, so. I'm 22. Yeah, I'm 21. I didn't know you were one fucking year old, dipshit. Right. You didn't know me until we were five. So, Well, so maybe you had a chip installed in you because you're a robot. All right. All right. There's a lot of things that you haven't told me about, and that must be one of them. Yeah. Anyway, so we got some news this week talking about some popular Fortnite streamers. I'm a big Fortnite fan myself when I'm not playing it, which is never. I hate Fortnite, but, you know, we're going to talk about it. Talking about Death Stranding and how it's coming to PC and some good news for PC players with that. We got a... And I quote what I... I, I titled this, quote, the stupid fucking article about video game addictions in China. We got that coming up. And we got some... uh Some executives upset about 2K20. I wonder why. Then after that, we're going to talk about the games we played. We got awesome questions starting with the Colesaw Chronicles. We got a question from Cliff. Brand new questions from Shelby and Riley. Their first uh, editions on this podcast. And then we got a question from Icon Rising. Tell you about games that are coming out this week. But first, let's start with the news, shall we? Absolutely. So we got two different news stories that kind of link together. So, I'm going to talk a lot at you, and then we are going to discuss it afterwards. So, we're starting with Faiza Jarvis, who's a popular Fortnite streamer. He got permabanned for releasing footage of him on YouTube using an aimbot in Fortnite. Um, he, After this happened, he made a six minute video on his YouTube account, saying, uh, like, you know, apologizing. Apparently, he was crying as well, saying, that he, he didn't mean to do this in a, like, I don't know, an agri- not an aggressive way, but uh, he, he didn't do this to gain any competitive advantage. He was just doing this for fun to try to entertain his viewers. Um, he said that he only did it in casual solo mode. He didn't do it, this ever in any competitive mode. So I guess that's how he was trying to rectify him using an aimbot, I guess. I don't know. Epic responded with, quote, we have a zero tolerance policy for the usage of cheat software. When people use aimbots or other cheat technologies to gain an unfair advantage, they ruin games for people who are playing fairly. So that's the that's the main part with FaZe Jarvis. Who Apparently the FaZe clan's like a big popular like clan that people play with on like Fortnite, COD, Yeah, are uh, other games, I guess. I don't they're know.
1: really big. They um yeah. They're a pretty big clan. They go in and they just do a bunch of competitions and stuff. And they're pretty, right. They're pretty good. So this guy Jarvis from face clan fucked up clearly. And
0: Ninja replies with big popular Ninja who just moved to Mixer recently claims that content creators, such as re- referring to phase Jarvis shouldn't be bannable or, or shouldn't be banned. Um, so Ninja said that cheating rules shouldn't affect content creators. He also stated that, however, although it shouldn't affect content creators, he still recommends that bans uh, should remain enforced for regular, quote, piece of shit kids, he said. The full quote is there's a difference between a content creator who has millions of subscribers who then get banned from what makes them money and some kid who is just a piece of shit kid who has zero followers, zero money from gaming and hacks. So that's a lot right there. Uh, wh- what do you think, Michael? <laughs> I mean... Uh... That's Let's dumb. start with the first part. Let's start with FaZe Jarvis and what he did. We'll go to Ninja after what he thinks. But what do you think? Should he be banned? Do you do you
1: think that's a, a fair punishment? I, yeah, I do. I think that if you're, you know, you're playing video games for a profession, right? You know, you know, you know your limitations. You shouldn't be doing anything that. You know, jeopardizes your reputation using aimbot or any other cheat software. That it's just you should be banned. It's it's unfair to everybody else. And going from and what Ninja is saying that people who make money playing video games should be bannable. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, for for those that don't know what an aimbot is, pretty much it's just where you use, like, an external, like, program that helps you. Not even helps you, it literally just kind of auto-aims onto your enemy. So, you kind of just always win, unless, you know, someone's behind you, I guess. But even then, you could just, like, turn your mouse or your controller and then just fucking instantly kill them with a, a gun. But, yeah, it's... I. I don't understand why he would think this is a good idea anyway to release a video of him literally cheating. I mean, I guess uh, like from what I heard in the video, it was literally just him playing with a an name bot and he didn't like, you know, go out of his way to tell other people to cheat or anything. But like, even still like it, I feel like it's obvious that you shouldn't be <laughs> show showing yourself cheating in a, in a video game, especially one that makes you money. Like if you're making – like you said, if this is your profession, why would you fuck yourself over and even take the chance of getting yourself banned,
1: right? Right. Why take the chance? You're doing this as a profession. So obviously you're on a short leash. You can't be doing anything stupid. And not only that, he he's
0: clearly – been. I mean I don't know his history because I'm not a Fortnite gamer. But I assume that he's been doing this for a while. If he's literally doing Fortnite for a living – and he's a part of FaZe Clan, which you said is, like, one of the biggest, you know, video game tournament clan things there is around. So, I mean, I would assume that he's been doing this for a while. So, why... If, if you're making money just playing the fucking game, why cheat at it? Right.
1: It, it. Right. And you know that if you... First off, he's an idiot for releasing the video anyway. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, And why... That. And you should know you probably signed some sort of contract that you can't be using any of that stuff. Not only. Well, yeah, but not e- like me and you do when, you know, when you sign
0: into the game and you get the terms of service and there, no one reads it, but obviously in
1: there, it's going to say, Hey, don't cheat at our game. Right. Or else you get banned. Right. <laughs> so just buying the, playing the game, you're signing that con, that contract that, that- yeah, the game creates when you go to start it. And then if you play it and you cheat, you should be banned. And then what Ninja said, that's stupid. It's unfair to everybody else who wants to enjoy the game and play the game. Yeah. What Ninja said is just completely idiotic to me. Like I understand
0: that the, the detriment of banning someone that makes money off of it and has it as a living And between, say, if you or I got banned from Fortnite is different because, you know... Oh, well, we'll move on. We're not making money, but he shouldn't... We knew the rules going in. I don't think there's any single game that's like, hey, yeah, you should come cheat our game. Right. Yeah, you should do that. Especially in a multiplayer PvP game where you do... Whether you're playing casual or not, I... Any game I play, I only play casual. And it's not because I don't like competitive... I just don't want to get, you know. I, a lot of the times in competitive games, people get like too pissed off about the littlest thing, so I don't care. But I still play casual mode. Like, I'm still trying in casual. Right. There's someone with a fucking aimbot, and I just kind of insta die because there's nothing I can do
1: against it. I'm going to be pissed. Right. So it's. It makes no sense it, to me. It's just not fair to other people who are trying to play the game and enjoy the game. Um, I think Epic came out with like the perfect response there like that they hit that right perfect we have a zero
0: tolerance policy Mm -hmm. zero tolerance policy for the usage of cheat Mm -hmm. software when people use aim bots or other cheat technologies to gain an unfair advantage they ruin games for people who are playing fairly and like that hits everything right on the head like in one or two sentences right right like you shouldn't be cheating we have a zero tolerance policy for it. I mean, before we even started this podcast, and I don't even know if you've heard about it, but there was like a year or two ago where Fortnite literally banned like a 16-year-old for for releasing videos online too of how to cheat in the game. Mm-hmm. And I get that this guy, Jarvis, FaZe Jarvis's video wasn't like a tutorial on how to cheat. But, I mean, you're still putting a video out there getting fucking insta-kills because you have an aimbot. It's dumb. I don't even know why you do that. It seems so idiotic to me to that this is your profession and you go out and, like, purposefully break the rules when you're already making a lot of money. I mean, presumably enough money to live off of it.
1: Right. Right. That's, that's like going to a regular job. And stealing something from other people that like could use it or you yeah, know, you go and steal something, right? And then you get fired. That's like, but why did I get fired? I make money. Yeah. That's stupid. It, it makes no sense. That's stupid. The logic the, um ninja's logic is stupid. Like there's so flawed. Right. Like I
0: I'm a content creator. I mean, in a way, I mean we both are making a podcast uh but also me on twitch and i like he he's saying that if you make money off of it you shouldn't be bannable. i i don't make much money on twitch but i do that doesn't mean that i should be able to cheat in whatever fucking game i want to because no. i play video games and i make money from it <laughs> that i mean that's such stupid thinking if i'm playing a game I, just because i don't have like if you were playing Dead by Daylight with me and then I was playing and I have like, you know, a a, a cheat that just lets me see all the survivors at once.
1: Right. Like constantly the entire time. Yeah. yeah, that's not fair at all. I would never want to play the game again. And just because I have fucking you know, I'm making money off
0: of it by playing on Twitch doesn't mean that you if you did the exact same thing, you shouldn't be penalized for it. Because I definitely should be too. That's right. so dumb. I, I don't Just understand yeah.
1: think. yeah. Just because you're making money doesn't mean that if you know everybody gets banned. It's everybody's fighting for equality, right? That's how we get it. You both cheat, you both get banned. Doesn't matter. So and honestly, I feel like this is ninja. I I, I don't know if
0: he's ever done this. I'm assuming that he probably has at some point because it seems like he's also just trying to protect his own ass, because he's saying, you know, all content creators, presumably himself too, yeah, you know, shouldn't be banned for this. And I'm like, well, that's just
1: wrong. No, I mean, not. I like, there's really no reason for it. Like zero. Like if you're playing. With your friends only, and maybe just a private thing, and you guys do weird like mod things, I guess. But even still, like to get the upper hand on someone in a multiplayer game like that and with an unfair advantage is not cool. You just, yeah, you know what? If you're not good at the game, get good. Yeah, cheat, be yeah. good, get good. It's, and I don't get it, it's dumb.
0: I think his. I know I'm harping on it now but like even him trying face Jarvis going out of his way to be like but guys I didn't do in competitive it's like well who the fuck gives a shit
1: you're still facing
0: 99 other people
1: right you you or not competitive just, or not. you just ripped you know maybe the, there was probably 50 maybe 50 new Fortnite players in that game and yeah. you killed them with an aimbot because you, why I mean that for sure
0: would ru- I mean Fortnite was already ruined for me with the building, but like Oh, uh, yeah I, I'm and, not good and, at it either. If, if I was if I was good at it, or if I just wanted to get into Fortnite for the first time and that happened, I'd be like, all right, well I'm not gonna fucking play because that's that's boring and not fun, right? I don't know that that that's that whole debacle. It was it's shitty. They I think they're both wrong for doing it. I think a permaban ban is perfectly fine for cheating.
1: Absolutely. And 100%. It shouldn't
0: be a lot, and I'm happy that Epic is taking the stance that they do.
1: I'm glad that Epic Games was like,
0: nah, you're banned. And you know, it's also cool of Epic to do that too because I'm sure Epic has made money from these people who have millions of followers watching
1: them play their game. Oh, absolutely. they probably it's like, can't give a shit. Yeah, they've absolutely made money off of, you know, these these content creators by playing their games, but I respect that they are willing to lose the content creators without like hesitation. Yeah. They're like, you're cheating. All right. See ya. Good for Epic. Yeah. Good for Epic. Yep. Yeah.
0: All right. Next story, which we touched upon last week, but we got a little bit more details now is that Death Stranding will be on PC summer 2020. It's been getting very odd reviews. <laughs> They're not, some of them are like fantastic and some of them are like this game's shit. It's a super polarizing game. Uh I I was gonna get it and then I heard that it's coming to PC, and I'm like, you know, I'll probably just wait till PC. That'll be the better place to play it. Um but for those people that were freaking the fuck out on if it would be on the Epic Game Store or Steam first, it's gonna be on both right away, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of people are really uh Against using Epic Game Store because they think it's, I don't know, a shittier version of Steam and it's missing a lot of features and I don't know. I p- people get sick of the launcher thing and I, I I mean I'll be honest I I also don't enjoy having eight thousand launchers but if that means I can play all my games on one computer and I can do it all at like forever like I think that's the advantage that PC. I mean, consoles are getting it now with backwards compatibility and shit, but, like, PCs, I can still play, like, you know, games from 2000 on my PC, whereas, in like, you know, on a 360 or, yeah, 360, now I'm dating myself. An Xbox One or a PlayStation 4, you can't do that as much anymore.
1: Right, I mean, you can with some games, but not all. Um, right. The only way you can play older games like that is with Xbox Game Pass. That's right. (laughs) Also, they do have backwards compatibility with some OG Xbox games. Yeah, some of the ones that they allowed. Yeah.
0: But I think it's cool that it's coming out on Steam and Epic Games. I'm just going to throw it out here now to piss some people off. I think Epic Games Store is completely fine. There's, There's things about it that suck. Like, you know, I don't know. People get mad about how it doesn't have like a cart. Like, you know how like a website or Steam, you can put like two games in a cart and buy it? Mm hmm. People are like, what the fuck, man? They they don't even have a fucking cart, and I'm like, all right, cool, they don't. But like, is it that hard to click buy twice on two different games? Like, is it that difficult? That's dumb. That's a the dumb only thing to
1: complain about.
0: The only thing that I would say that like is fair to kind of complain about is that they don't have. Well, I think they started adding it, but some games don't have cloud saves, which sucks. So like, if I wanted to play on my PC at home and then i wanted to play on my gaming laptop at school i wouldn't have the same save progress that sucks and i agree with that
1: yeah that uh, would be a little frustrating i get that
0: but and then the other one is just that like the the ui for like their live or their store kind of sucks cuz i don't have like a i don't think and i could be wrong they could have added it by now but at first anyway they mm-hmm. didn't have like a search bar so you couldn't search for a specific game you'd have to go to the store page and scroll until you found what you wanted which sucks too but like even that, it's not that hard because not, not that many games on the Epic Game Store, right? It's not like you are right. on Steam searching through millions right. of games. But no one likes to talk about how the Epic Game Store you get two free games a week, and they're pretty good games. Like I, I forgot what games they were this week, but like they've given Super Meat Boy out. They gave, I mean, they've given a bunch of different games out. And they do it once a week. I think they said they're doing it for the rest of the year. We'll see if they keep doing it next year. I hope they do because I have like fucking thirty games on Epic Game Store that I just haven't played, and I'm down. I like I like free games, Absolutely. but it uh, not But uh, yeah, so Death Stranding coming to Steam and Epic Game Store. So if you if you didn't want to get on Epic Game Store, you don't have to now. So there you go. All right, next article. From New York Times, which is kind of weird for video game stuff, but this one's more of a general video game thing in general, where I called it the stupid fucking article about video game addictions in China. So basically, the long and short of this article says that the Chinese government is now enacting a new set of rules uh, to try to stop, quote, video game addiction among young people. Uh, What they're going to be doing with this is they're going to be limiting the amount of time that people can play video games and also how much they can spend inside of video games. So they're making it so users that are younger than 18 years old, uh, between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m., they won't be able to play video games. So for that 10 hour span, you just can't play video games Uh, in during the week. So Monday through Friday, you cannot play any longer than 90 minutes of uh, 90 minutes a day. And on the weekends and or holidays, you can only play uh, up to three hours. Um, and in addition to this, they are making it so for in-game microtransactions, so like, you know, loot boxes in Overwatch, loot boxes in anything, or Fortnite buying skins, you can only spend, depending on your age, which I don't know how, whatever, depending on your age, uh, you can only spend 28 to $57 a month. What do you think, Michael?
1: I think that's dumb. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it's not even, it's so, not our country. So I don't really know how they go about all that stuff. I don't know how they're going to be able to enforce all that. Yeah. That's
0: my bigger question too. Like, I know they have a lot more control over their internet there, Mm -hmm. but I feel like even, (laughs) I feel like no different than like what we would do is just be like, Hey, Ma, can I put in your birthday? <laughs>
1: Pretty much. Hey. I'm Italian.
0: Yeah, I say Ma, hey. sorry. But, hey, Ma, can I have your birthday so I can just, you know, play some games longer than 90 minutes? Yeah. And They'll, have, they'll either be like, yeah, cool, or, all right, no. And even if they say no, just fucking put in a fake birthday. <laughs> what are they going to do? Come to your house and arrest you? Like, I mean, they might, actually. I don't, I don't know how China yeah. operates, but. I don't know. It seems first off the, the fact that video and yes, I get defensive about this cause I feel like my entire life from like, you know, I um, guess older people, I, I just hear that like video games are addicting and like, I definitely love playing them, but it's no different than sitting down in front of a TV and watching TV from five to nine when you get home from work, This right. is literally no different except for it's an
1: interactive experience i don't know it's it's a small step towards like dictatorship it feels like because you're taking away people's rights on how they play their video games how they spend their time throughout the day so and like you said tv time like it's no different really so they're gonna start cracking down on people watching tv for yeah i don't get it also i didn't I didn't
0: mention that they said they're also doing this to try to make, like, school grades better, (laughs) which I think is also just asinine that they think it's because kids are playing video games. I'm like... There's always the outlier example that, yes, of course, someone in the world, I'm sure, is, you know, fucking themselves over so much from playing video games that it's going to impact them. But, like... Absolutely. That's on them to... That's on them to try to fix that if they feel like they should fix it. I don't think the government should be getting involved to try to be like, hey, you need to be getting better grades, so stop playing video games. Right. Or stop watching TV or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Shit like that pisses me off. It's just – it doesn't seem like a good move. I don't even know, like – Video games definitely have like addictive qualities, but it's certainly not like like drugs and I'm not even making like a joke out of this. Like it's not like I'm addicted to heroin or anything like I could stop playing a game if I wanted to, but it brings me joy and happiness. Right. So I'm going to keep playing it. It's not going to kill you. I've definitely gone, like, I remember one time, back, this way back, when my 360 got the Red Ring of Death that, you know, everyone got, like, every other week. And, Everybody um, got that.
1: Everybody got that. I got that twice. I
0: literally got that three or four times, and I was like, this is awful. But one of the times we sent it in because it was under warranty, and I was like, the first, like, day or two it sucked, and I, after that I was like, oh, all right, I just can't play games. Okay. I'll just do other shit then. So like it's not like it's an addiction. It's not like it's. Uh, I don't know. The word
1: addiction just seems so strong. To that's, uh, that's real strong. Um, I would call it more of a hobby. Yeah, it's not hey, like yeah. you know. It's playing video games is no different than people spending thousands of dollars on like RC cars or trains or right. stuff like that. It's stuff that makes them happy and stuff that they enjoy to. Too, and they free time so it's i would call it more of a hobby than an addiction
0: and i think people probably try to call it an addiction because of gambling and such and i think just because they're similar arts like their video <laughs> that's pretty much all the the similarity stops and ends is that there's a video like you're not most games anyway and when it did happen i'm talking about like loot boxes being because sometimes that is gambling i mean it kind of is when you're opening a loot box and you're yeah. hoping to get something good and gamers came out and were like hey no one fucking wants this <laughs> when star wars battlefront 2 got completely fucking destroyed because everyone's like um yeah we want to play darth vader without having to spend hundreds of dollars into loot boxes like no one wants this
1: that's why i like games that have the constant progression like you if you want something you're going to you know, you're know, you going to grind to accomplish getting what your goal is. You're going right. to grind to that point of the game where you can play as the character that you want or, or get the car in the racing game that you want. You have to get to a certain level or something. You have to beat a certain race. You have to beat somebody to get the car. I think games like that are way more fun to play because of just – the goal that the game sets if there's no goal in the game it lacks a purpose to play as many hours in the game right yeah i 100 agree and we actually have a question about that later a little tease there
0: but uh yeah at the issue, end of the day this is stupid as fuck i think it's stupid I hope that they I mean I don't think they're gonna change it, but they could maybe if enough people come out and
1: say something, but I kinda doubt it. They're gonna they'll they'll probably enforce it for a few months, see how stupid it is, and then they'll have they'll have another riot on their hands and it'll Oh, just be- oh no, look at that. Wow, grades have not gone up. Wow. wow. Oh my Who god. Have- Who could have guessed that stopping kids from playing video games would cause a riot for them not to do their homework and be in school and stuff? Oh, oh no. So dumb. Yeah. But anyways, last story of the week in case you can uh, find out by now,
0: pretty light news week, but we, we, we're trying to fill it up. But last uh, article for this week is that the WWE 2K20 execs uh, are quote disappointed by the buggy launch. Um, take two president Carl Slatoff said on an earnings call that the company is disappointed by the low review scores um, from critics and the feedback from players they said that they put out a patch that was aimed at fixing most of the issues. Um, they said that while they're disappointed with all this, they don't think this is going to be a detriment to the WWE 2K franchise um, in the long
1: run. Uh,
0: yeah, what do you think, Michael?
1: Um, I don't think it's going to kill 2K. You know, WWE 2K. You know, 2K games. Yeah, I think. It's, it definitely hurt them, but I don't think it's going to, like, destroy, you know, I don't think it's going to, like, hurt their business. Um, people will probably be very skeptical on probably buying the next one. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you're going to end up doing a lot of research on 2K21, uh, right. trying to figure out if it's going to be the same or hopefully better than,
0: you know. I feel like this article in general is just kind of like a no-shit Sherlock. (laughs) Like, obviously, you guys are mad because you, like, you know, it it came out buggy and... You
1: fucked up. You fucked up.
0: Literally, you did fuck up. And I don't know why you would release a game that clearly wasn't ready to be released, like, delayed a month. I get that these games are annualized games, and honestly, I wish they weren't. Make them an every-other-year game. Make sure that it's polished and it comes out well. And then one year, like during the in-between year, put out like a little DLC that's like a roster update and be like, all right, here's your new people for this year. And right. then that's all you need to do. Just, just make sure
1: the game's fucking not shit when it comes out. Okay. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, like we'll take Last of Us 2, for example. They've pushed that deadline back so many times but that's because they clearly weren't comfortable launching it or they felt that they had stuff that they wanted to tweak, make it nice and clean, polish it, make sure that thing that game was perfect. If this game isn't perfect coming out, it's going to be bad.
0: And but- I like, I would so much rather them delay a game and make it so much better and not have these like gifts that everyone sees online where like you know all the characters in the ring are just kind of fucking flailing around
1: right like we get it 2k is a pretty big company they have a bunch of games they get they gotta you know oversee and get published and all that stuff but it's take the time we get it there's a lot of you know oh no people will be upset about it but they'll still buy it yeah i i feel like
0: and this could just be me being the wrestling fan coming out but I feel like 2K has always given these WWE games like the short end of the stick. Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I I think that they focus bigger, right? I feel like they focus way more on NBA than they do the WWE one. But they do, right? Huh? I wanted to say Madden, but that's that's Yeah, that's EA.
0: They have NHL? Or is that EA too? I don't know. I don't
1: know. I I know they do NBA. They absolutely do NBA, but I, I want to say they do NHL. Yeah, I don't know. It's just dumb. Like I feel like they definitely
0: give these games the short end of the stick all the time, and I get that it's not WWE is not as big as the NBA, but like still, put in time to make these games like not shitty, and you won't you won't be disappointed because games will get high reviews and
1: people will want to buy your game. Right. I think, I think that um, NBA is. It's probably bigger than WWE, but it's not that much bigger. Like right. WWE still has a giant following, huge. I mean, WWE
0: just made a one billion dollar deal with Fox for five years. Right. So you clearly they're big enough. So they just signed a deal with Saudi Arabia for another ten years for I think five billion dollars. My God. So <laughs> clearly they. they and that's for three or four shows a year, for ten years. So clearly they're making they're, – they're not – you know, they're nothing to laugh at. Um, I don't know. It's stupid. They should put out a new – put out a game that's polished. Do it every other year. Make it not an annualized game because clearly that's not helping you guys.
1: If if I'm – you know, if I'm WWE and I'm oh, – Yes. Huh? If I'm Vince McMahon, I'd be like, 2K, what the fuck are you doing? I honestly – if You're I'm Vince, if game on WWE right. right now. If I'm Vince and I obviously care about where my money's going, clearly, and the game that I want published isn't being published correctly. There's flaws, and the characters don't look like the people. Yeah. Clearly, I would honestly be trying to. I would be looking into other studios to maybe revamp the game. Yep. Because. I mean, they did it. When was the last? When when was the first two K g- game? <sighs> I don't know. A couple of years
0: back, it went from THQ was doing it. Then THQ went out of business, and then and THQ was making yeah. really good games too. Yeah. Then that's when two K got it. Their first game wasn't called two K. I think it was just like WWE twelve or something. And then after that, it was like two K thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. But the thing is, 2K started off okay, because I remember they started with the uh, the Attitude Era one, right?
1: Yeah, that's how they launched it. They launched it with the – because I remember buying that one. Was that – I feel like that wasn't even that long ago. Was it 16? I, I, no, I think it was a lot of – I think really? it literally was like 12 or 13. No, oh, but, <laughs> but I remember because I did buy that one. I bought the Attitude Era one because I wanted to play as them, and it was – It was pretty good. The characters looked like the people, and it was clean. Yeah. I don't know. But I think because they've had it for so long, and 2K is not going to go out of business, they're just not focusing on it as much, and, and it's wrong. But if I'm Vince, I'm definitely looking for another studio to be making this game, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully they fix it. They say they're
0: disappointed. You know how you fix that? Put out a good game. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Well, that's the news for this week. Uh, we, that was a lot of news. We got some cool stuff coming up soon. But what you should do, if you don't already, is go and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the VIP Gaming Podcast. Or on Twitter, I believe it's at the VIP... No, VIP Gaming Pod on Twitter because they didn't like me having podcast. Uh, definitely go check us out there. Make sure wherever you listen to us on whatever podcast service that is, especially Apple Podcasts, make sure you like us only give five star reviews we expect nothing less we are literally perfect no one has ever made a better video game podcast than me
1: never never we're literally
0: the best also make sure you write a review though too because writing reviews helps like you know the algorithm make us show up more for other people so
1: yeah yeah tell you can tell us we suck but five star damn right
0: damn right (laughs) Shittiest podcast we've ever listened to. Five star. Five star. Five star, uh, five star. five star. Also, do me a favor. Tell one friend this week about the VIP Gaming
1: Podcast. Just yeah. one friend. Share the love. It's not that hard. Just send them a text right now as you're listening. Don't be selfish. I know you want us all to yourself, but damn right. Share the love. Sharing. Sharing.
0: There's a lot of me to spread around. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> on to games that we've played this week. Michael, what have you been playing? I've honestly been playing.
1: A lot of COD lately. Um, I just finished the campaign. Hot grind. Hot grind. Hot grind. Um, I've been uh, campaign. (laughs) I just beat it. Oh, you beat it? I beat it. It's good. (laughs) It's
0: good. What is your non-spoilery review of the game? Of the
1: campaign? Um, Campaign is very clean. Graphics are very nice. Um, Cutscenes are so crisp um it's it's a well put together campaign does um, the
0: story feel like it's worth it i guess like at the end of the day is it does it feel however it ended does it feel like it was deserved
1: oh yeah 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 i you have to play it and we'll touch on it I uh, i'll probably let you borrow the game so you can play the campaign yeah, I
0: think what we might try to do, and don't hold
1: us to this, but I would like to do, like, someday,
0: in addition to, like, our weekly podcast, like, any games that Michael and I are super passionate about, we would like to do, like, a spoiler cast, like, we mm. go through the
1: entire campaign
0: of what or, whatever it is, or, like...
1: Whatever we just it, do a campaign review?
0: Anything that's, like, a story-based thing that we can just, just talk into in-depth, even if, you know... Uh, you guys haven't beaten it. You guys can listen to it afterwards or something, but I think that's a cool idea.
1: I like that. I like that because we can probably talk about some games that maybe people don't plan on buying, but they want to know about it. Right. Yeah. So you've been playing a lot of COD. <laughs> How's the multiplayer? Is it still going good? Uh multiplayer is good. It just came out with a update um, the other day, a couple days ago, I think, and yeah. they adjusted the shot- one of the shotguns because you could literally use it as a sniper. Yeah, I heard about. It that. was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the video. There's a video out there of a guy with a scope on it, and he shoots a slug like the big team battle. So it's a giant map. Shoots it across the map and killed somebody first. First shot. So Pretty ridiculous. It was Is wild. It, so the map. There was this one map that I kept hearing about that's like
0: super shitty with like a long bridge.
1: Yep, it's Heaven. literally the bridge map. That's it's something bridge but we call it the bridge map um at least Have they that. done anything for that or no um as far as adjusting it not really but they adjusted mm-hmm. the gun so that it's they adjusted the update so that um it wasn't so camper friendly the game wasn't so camper fr- uh, camper nice. friendly anymore um like i said they adjusted the shotgun they adjusted the um the m4a1 the I used a P90 last night, and it was it was pretty good. They adjusted those. I didn't think all these weapons I'd recognize. They sound a lot
0: like Modern Warfare 2, which makes sense, because it's Modern Warfare. It is. But like, the is there like the ACR and shit in there?
1: Um, No, not the ACR, but the SCAR is. I love the ACR. I think the dude. ACR is actually called like the M13 now. Got it. I think it. that's what that one is. Um, but the SCAR is in it, and I heard that the SCAR was really overpowered too but they adjusted yeah. that one in the update. Um, they adjusted a lot of stuff uh, to help the multiplayer feel more, um, you know, less camper friendly so that people can run a run and gun versus just sitting.
0: This is me being a noob to cod. And I should have asked you this like two weeks ago, but how does like the loadouts work? Like, do you make them yourself or are they like yeah. classes? Cause I remember didn't, like, some games do, like, preset classes kind of recently?
1: Um, well, they always did. They always had those first, like, preset classes so that um, you can get started. Those are your mm-hmm. start-off guns so that once you reach, I think, level four it is, then you can create yeah. guns. You can create your loadouts. Um, the, the loadouts are actually really nice because in the multiplayer, in the middle of a match, say you level up in the middle of a match and you unlock something for your gun, Yeah, you can go into the loadout and edit it in the middle of a match. Oh, really? That's actually really, it's called, um, like the blacksmith. So you, Uh you go into your loadout, you hit edit and, or gun shop. I think it's called gunsmith. And you go in and add that new, you know, that new, um, attachment or perk that you just unlocked for that gun. Hmm. Um, and when you do that, it obviously tells you it each, um, Each attachment has a pro and con on it too so show you what the good is about having it on and what the bad is and you can adjust you know if you you know if your gun's really heavy it's going to slow you down noticeably and if it's really light and it's very um it's got really good mobility you'll be able to move around a lot faster and it's it's all pretty smooth it's all very very technical it's very nice cool have you played the spec ops mode yet or no? I have not. No, I have not. Um, my friends keep telling me that they want to play it, and we never do. We just play online. So I'm like, yeah, all right, guys. Well, I'm happy that you're enjoying. I'm happy that you beat the
0: campaign. You liked it because I honestly, that's like kind of why I want the game more
1: than so anything. I, I want to let you buy it, but I also want. You, I mean, I, I want to let you buy it, but I also want to let you I borrow do- it. It, it, we're so close to black friday
0: that i feel like it'd be dumb for me to buy it now because i assume because cod always goes on sale like at these kind of like right. deal it probably so, won't be on sale that much but yeah even if it's like 10 bucks though like it's 10 saving right? yeah right i don't know i'm thinking i'm gonna get it because honestly just for the multiplayer or campaign alone mm-hmm. but so you haven't been playing any other games, but you've been fucking around with something like Need for Speed Heat related, which you talked about last I week. I
1: have. I have. So Need for Speed put out this app, and it's called Need for Speed Heat Studio. And yeah. what you can do is when you go into it, you can actually, it has all of the car, or I believe all of the cars in the game in it. And yeah. what you can do is you can go in and customize all of the cars to how you want them. And then when you play the game, you can actually take those designs and put them in the game and play the, and drive those cars the way you've designed them. That's pretty sick. It is pretty sick. It's, it's
0: pretty awesome. Um, how customizable is it? Like, do you just like do paint or
1: n- no, Um, you can, so you can do um the splitter, which is a, which is like a, it helps for the airflow on the bottom of the bumper. Um, you can do the front bumper. You can do the, the front fenders or rear fenders. You can do the skirts, which is the skirts, which is a piece that's underneath the door of the vehicles. Um, you can do a spoiler or you can do the wing so that you have the, you know, you have the wing on the back of the car. You get a back bumper, you do exhaust, you can customize a license plate. You can do the mirrors. Um, you can do the rims. Um, you can do a whole bunch of stuff. What the hood huh? would be what any car fan's dream would be. Oh, absolutely. Um, what they did with the paint, though, that's really nice, is that you can actually texturize it, so you can do different textures of the paints, you know, carbon fiber, chrome, you know. You can right. do uh, metallic, fine metallic, uh, large metallic, so the um, little flakes in the paints are different. Mm-hmm. Um, you can adjust the color so you can do um uh what was it it was called um that thing where like uh, if you look at it in the light it'll yeah like- yeah 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 so it's um they have a bunch of them and it's um i'm pulling it up right now so i actually did that when i before i got my new
0: phone like the back of the screen case would be like it would look different before it wasn't even the yeah. case it was- with the phone and Yeah,
1: a, a lot of people call them like chameleon colors, but um, the it's called color shift in it, um, and you can do opposite spectrum iridescent. You can do the single, so it's just a solid color, or you can do it's called near, and they obviously just adjust the color um on that, and then you can do coat, which is gloss, satin, matte. There's no coat on it at all. It's just like the paint. And then the materials, what I was talking about, the fine metallics, the carbon fibers, all that stuff. Um, you do window tint on it. It's its a cool app. You can adjust the stance. You can actually go in and do like um, – you can do wraps and stuff, so you can put um, like designs on the car, and then, stuff like that. And it, It's pretty sick. You can do all that paint stuff you can do on the rims as well. Um but it's pretty sick, and you can take all of those designs and just move them to the game, and it's nice, and it's nice. You going to do that? Are you planning on getting Need for speed heat? Oh, yeah. I plan on getting it this week so that I can talk about, I definitely want to be able to talk about it more um, on how I feel about the game next week. Next week is going to be a big week because you're going to be getting that, and
0: I'm going to be getting another really exciting game that I'm not going to say because we're going to be talking about it later.
1: You know what? But- I'm going to get that game too so we can talk about it together fucking wait dude but i'm so excited so is that all you've been playing this week it is all i've been playing this week um customizing those cars is a lot of fun so i've been doing that a lot yeah i've almost done every car on that uh, in the app so far so you're nuts i know (laughs) i like it
0: (laughs) all right so I've been playing a lot of different games this week too, actually more than I when when I put it out on paper, it's like, it's weird. Cause I didn't expect that. I played this many games that obviously the classic dead by daylight do that every week. I'm not going to talk about it extensively every week, but right back to that. I play it every week. Cause that's my game. Um, but I played after party this week too, which came out on uh, Xbox game pass day and date. And it's really fucking cool. I'm only about an hour or two into it. Uh, So I'm not super far into it or anything, but it's this game where you start. uh, This isn't really spoilers. It happens like five or 10 minutes into the game. So if you don't want to hear that, then like, all right, but basically you start off at like this college graduation party. You guys are drinking and having a good time. You're like, yay, we graduated. And then all of a sudden, like it's all like kind of like a play and everything just fades away. And you're literally in hell. You guys are like, wait, what? They're like, what the fuck happened? There's, like, demons all around you laughing at you and shit. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, you guys just died. And they're like, what? What do you mean we died? And they're like, yeah, you guys died. And they, they, we don't know how they died yet, or at least where I'm at in the game, like, two hours in. We don't know how we died yet. But basically, you're in hell. And they're like, okay, so how the fuck do we get out of hell? Because I don't want to be in hell, even though it's not a terrible place. But, you know. How, how do we get out? And they're like, oh, yeah, if you want to do that, you got to go uh, out drink Satan. <laughs> and <laughs> we're like, oh, okay. Well, we, let's start working our way up there. And then, you know, you do shit like that. It, it's, it's a really story-intensive game, so I'm not going to get too into it. But, like, it's a 2D game. It's really pretty. It's by the same people that made um, Oxenfree, if anyone knows about them. That was also a pretty cool game that I know. Cliff here who asks us a question a little bit later really enjoyed. I think he said it honestly might be one of his favorite games of all time, I think he said. So I, I really am enjoying After Party so far though. It's fun.
1: That sounds like a pretty goofy game. Um and you and you said it's free? On Game Pass, yeah, it oh. came out. <laughs> free games are fucking great huh if anybody from xbox is listening you should just sponsor us and we'll yeah i'll sell the shit out of your game pass i already do it i know (laughs) we're so so game pass heavy oh man but that's that's awesome i might have to go take a look at that it's honestly like really
0: cool it's it's a fun story and honestly for some reason and i think this is just like me but i figured it was gonna be more like not kid friendly but it kind of has the aesthetic of like a cartoon kind of oh, okay that's cool And then, like last night they they made a joke and they were just like yeah i'm just gonna kick you right in the dick and i was like oh i was like <laughs> oh, okay. uh, of- that to come out and there's a bunch of different like stupid jokes like that and they swear a lot it's a lot funnier than i expected it to be but the dialogue in the game is like it's super well written so I, I like that it. that's cool that's cool uh next game I've been playing is hearthstone battleground. So I'm not even a big, Hearth- I used to be a big hearthstone fan. I got my parents into hearthstone and then the I stopped and they still play to this day. And this was like three years ago. Okay. So they're fucking addicted. Um, apparently though, there was this new like single player actually, no, it's not even single player. It's multiplayer. Um, they put out this new mode called hearthstone battlegrounds, which apparently is in, there's like brand new genre of gaming called battle chess or auto chess or I don't remember what the fuck it's called. I've never I didn't even know it was called this until I played it. Um, but basically, this mode's really cool. Where oh god, it's so hard to describe. There's eight different people that you're facing. You face one person at a time. You don't have a deck, but there'll be. You start with three coins and you can they give you like 3 to 4 cards to look at and these 3 to 4 cards you look at you can buy one card for 3 3 coins right mm-hmm. you buy one of those cards you can then play it but you don't know what each other are playing you don't know what cards you guys are playing and then after this like phase ends you both of the cards come up automatically and they attack always from left to right uh, so someone will like just get the automatic first hit and then whoever wins that battle. Uh, like if I kill their person, I will start to do damage to their like actual hero. And then you need to keep doing that over and over to kill their hero. And then, so say if I kill the first guy, totally I'll move on to like another real person so that there'll be like only six people left. And then there'll be only be four people left and two. It's kind of like a card battle royale, which is kind of weird. But it's kind of cool, too. That sounds uh, pretty
1: cool, actually. Um, it it sounds pretty interesting. Um,
0: it's, it's really kind of difficult, like, your first or second playthrough to kind of understand, and it's even probably harder to understand from me talking about it. It's more of something that you just kind of need to try out. But, like, it's really interesting because also you can, like I said, it always attacks left to right. So you can arrange your, uh, your cards in a certain manner. So, like... I'll have one card on the far left and then I'll have a card on the right of it. That'll say gives your far left card like five plus damage or something. Right. Hmm. So that they can't attack that card because it's all the way to the right. So they can't get rid of it. But your left card will always have like five plus damage. You can do like cool things like that. And you can upgrade all these cards. You can sell the cards back if you don't want them anymore, get some more gold so you can get more cards at a time. Um, It's pretty cool I really like the mode Honestly interesting. I haven't played Hearthstone I I don't know In a year or two So I I really enjoyed what I played But Oh boy Oh man What I really enjoyed playing this week Easy funny And I didn't play it like this week But last weekend Almost right after we stopped podcasting Was the Halo Master Chief Collection Flight test on PC Oh boy Oh is it good Oh, it's so good to have Halo back. So they're testing out Halo Reach on PC. I was lucky enough to get invited to help test it out and goddamn is it fucking amazing and everything I hoped and dreamed of. It is so good. They're testing Halo Reach like I said, they had multiplayer, Firefight and campaign on there. Parts of it, not the whole thing. Um they had like the first two campaign missions. They had like three or four multiplayer matches, but they had almost all the game types in there. Um, I think Halo reach was so underrated. It's so good, dude. And they're testing out this new, cause when the master chief collection, they didn't have like unlockable armor. They just kind of gave it all to you mm-hmm. In Halo reach. They are doing this whole thing where you do like, like in Halo reach. If you remember playing it, mm-hmm. you could unlock them all like piece by piece, do special things. Yeah. And now you can do that again. Which is fucking sick. And it's really cool. I unlocked Recon, which you couldn't do in any other game. And I'm very happy to do that. It feels so good on mouse and keyboard, 60 frames, 4K. It's absolutely beautiful. I know they got that on uh,
1: Xbox One X now, which is awesome. So um, you're telling me that they set it up so that you can have a grind goal? That's right. All right. <laughs> Wow, the teases, huh? The the fucking
0: teases. Um. (laughs) You guys don't even know yet. No, you don't. You will soon. (laughs) But, yeah, so they started doing that. It's so good. Mouse and keyboard feels really good. Um, It doesn't feel like other people are overpowered or anything. There's some things that I think I just suck with mouse and keyboard and first-person shooters I always have. Uh, It's it's different. I said it's different, so it's a little difficult. It's also a lot different because the first time that I've ever played a Halo game without aim assist. So that's also like all Halo games automatically have aim assist because you've been playing them on consoles. So without that it's kind of weird and I'm not used to it. But I, I, if there's any game that I'm going to be willing to get used to first person shooting, it's going to be Halo on PC. And I can't fucking wait. It felt so good. There was like maybe one or two games that was super laggy. But considering this is a flight test that's not even like a beta, it's like pre-beta like it was really fucking good
1: like this is them pretty much just loading the game into the right they're just
0: completely testing everything out and it was all really good that's pretty i had a great time Mm -hmm. but so that's the games we've been playing and now we are going to move on from quest. move on to questions we got questions from icon rising riley nurse shelby cliff and what we are now going to start with every week the second edition of the coleslaw chronicles you ready? I like that. Yep. All right. Starting with, he asks us, looking back in history, video games incorporated some sort of goal that required various types of gameplay over and over again. Some call that a loop. As you continue the game loop, you can achieve certain objects or rewards in the game. That is called a grind. Dude, we're getting an education lesson on grinding. I love I it. I know. Knowing that Vinny has absolutely no knowledge or experience in any grind, definitely none whatsoever, I promise. Yeah, that wasn't um, sarcasm. No, certainly not. No. Could he and Michael explain why they are attracted to said grind? Is there a thing as bad good, uh, bad grind or good grind, and is it only based upon the rewards in which you are working for?
1: Michael, what do you think? Um, As far as bad grind, I'm not sure. I mean, like, I guess a bad grind would be, like, if you grinded all those hours to get – that certain thing that you were trying to accomplish and it turns out not to be as good as you hoped it was going to be. I can tell you a bad grind. Huh? I can tell you a bad grind. All right. Well, you can do that. But good grind is like when you go, oh, when you have that, you find out that there's something that you really want. Like, like maybe you can't get, for me, racing games. So like, say there's a car that I really want to get, but I can't get it till like level, I don't know, 10 or I have to beat this person. I have to beat this person in a race to unlock it. I am going to do everything I can to upgrade the car that I have to beat this guy. Even if the car turns out to be better than the one that I want to drive, I'll I'll just have to make that one that much better. But that is a grind to me. I have to get to that car. That's, that's the grind. The grind is the goal at the end of the tunnel. So why are you attracted to it? Why am I attracted to it? Because it's fun. It's, all, it's entertaining. Like, if you have free time, you know, and you're playing games and you have a goal that you want to get to, it's fun. It's fun to set goals. That's why, you know, people are attracted to grinding because, all right, uh, you sit down, get on a game, and you're like, all right, let's uh, let's unlock this today. And you got to do all these things to unlock it. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun,
0: yeah. I agree. Uh, the sarcasm from Joe there was talking about me with Dead by Daylight. Like I said, fourteen hundred hours since launch. It's been over three years now, so you can cut me a little bit of slack, but I get uh, not a whole lot of slack. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy the grind in video games because it's just like Michael said. It's another objective for you to go for. And yes, there is a good, there is a difference between good and bad grind. Bad grind, I mean, this is almost a cheating example, but Star Wars Battlefront 2, where they have all these, uh, the launch of it, they change it now, so it's a lot better now, but when it was literally the loot box debacle, and you have to play 60 hours to play as one hero, Darth Vader, or whoever you wanted to pick, out of like the 9 or 10 they have, like no one the average gamer isn't going to play that much time in order to play as like, you know, one of those heroes. That's just not worth it. Um that like there's a there's a kind of time and this is always subjective, of course, but there's a time commitment that you have to be aware of to put on sad grind, or else it there's a point up to some point, people are gonna get really pissed that it's that long for something that's seemingly not worth it.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: So you gotta find the right balance between what is a a right amount of time to grind for something, and what isn't. Um, why am I attracted to it? I think, I think it's just, and, and also pairing it with what he says, is it only based upon rewards? Um, no, the rewards certainly help, but if the gameplay, like if the core gameplay of the game isn't fun, you're not gonna want to keep grinding, right? Right. So, like, if you're playing a game that has a lot of shit to grind for, you're not going to keep grinding if the core gameplay isn't fun. I I, Like, I find Dead by Daylight's core gameplay, even though it's very repetitive, but it's also... it's It's a certain repetitive that can also be, like... Different things happen in that repetitiveness, if that makes sense. So, like, different scenarios will happen where you like the core of dead by daylight is all right. If you're a survivor, you get five generators done, open the doors, you get out, you win. If You're the killer. You're down people and try to hook them and kill them as fast as you can. But during that loop, there's always different shit that's happening. There's always different, you know, uh, like, scenarios and different strategies you can do with whoever you're playing as or whichever side you're playing as so i think that's also super helpful and with dead by daylight with uh, specifically because this is my grinding game everyone has it i think or like you know turn down for what a loyal listener to us his game is destiny joe's is cod i think yours is also cod Mm -hmm. Uh, like every i think almost all gamers have this type of grindy game that they want to keep playing rocket league is one of those two rocket league. Ugh, love rocket league. Uh, love rocket league. But yeah. The, the, the core gameplay needs to be solid and they need to have rewards that are worth trying to grind for. I think. Yeah. I
1: don't know. That, that's a good point though. You brought up rocket league. Cause that's definitely something that's, that would be a good grind. Cause there's no real, like there's no real, like huh, there's no reward really. The, yeah. the the reward there, or the goal, you know, that is grind-worthy is trying to get good. Yeah. Because they also did add the season pass thing. Right. That you but grind, Which they did with DVD recently, too. Right, but which, I'm not playing, you know, I'm not really interested in playing the game for all that stuff. I mean, like, that stuff's cool, but I want to be good at the game. Like, right. my grind is to be good.
0: Yeah. I think it's an it's an interesting question. I like it a lot. But yeah, I think it's not solely based off rewards. I think the gameplay itself and how you, you enjoy playing it is also a big component of it too. All right, on to the next question from Cliff. A, a little bit of a sequel from his question last week. And honestly, Cliff, I don't even want to read it because I don't want to answer. But we're going to. He says, now that I know your favorite franchises of all time, you have to pick one that goes away forever. The only caveat, you still know it existed, but nobody else believes you. So a <laughs> quick overview of what oh, we God. said last week. Mine was Halo, Gears, and God of War. What was your three?
1: Mine was... um. Yours was COD. COD. Need for Need Speed, right? Speed and...
0: What did I say Forza, that sounds about right. Yeah,
1: I think so. It was two racing games, and yeah, so it was Forza, yeah, so it was those three. All right, so which one you getting rid of? Oh my god, that means I can never play that game again, though.
0: Yep, and you know all about it. Oh my god, and no one, whenever you talk about it, everyone's like, nah, dude, you're full of shit. This game never existed.
1: Oh, that's. That's such a hard question. <laughs> I I love all those franchises. They're amazing. Um, pick one to go away forever.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, man.
0: I'm going to say Gears of War. Only because I don't think I'd ever be able to live without telling people about Halo for me. And God of War has always hit this kind of soft spot for me where I don't know the, I just love the characterization of Kratos and the newest game is just exceptional. And also I don't want to take those two games away from people. They're just too good. <laughs> I can't do it. And I love gears of war too, but like gears of war, I feel like is a little bit more like, uh, like, I don't know. I feel like if gears of war didn't exist, it would be still fine, even though there
1: it's a phenomenal franchise, but oh, absolutely. um, for me, going off what you said, because you don't really want to tell people, you know, Call of Duty didn't exist, or I don't really want to tell people that d for speed didn't exist. Oh boy. Or boy. Or existed, I should say. Sorry. Um, I guess I guess Forza. He's getting rid of Forza. Yeah, I guess I'd have to get rid of Forza. Um, my reasoning is because I love, I love, you know, stories. I love playing a story game. Forza is not really a story game. It's just you race and you get rewards right. and stuff. Um, you know, Need for Speed's got it's a story-based game. The um, Call of Duty's got the campaigns. I love most of the time. <laughs> so I would I would have to say I'd get rid of Forza.
0: There it is. There it is. Forza and Gears of War gone forever. No. <laughs> gone but never forgotten by us. Everyone else uh, yeah. doesn't know it exists. Yeah. Just just by us. All right. Two new questions coming up. First, from our loyal listener, Nurse Shelby, asks, favorite mom uh sorry, what is your favorite movie or TV show based off of a video game? Or if you haven't seen any, uh what is one that you'd want to see? Let's just do both. So what's a favorite movie or TV show you've seen based off a game, and what's one that you would want to see?
1: Um, My favorite movie uh, based off of a game uh, would have to be Need for Speed. I think I have to agree, mainly
0: just because I don't think I've seen many others.
1: I Honestly, I haven't really either, Um, I and I really enjoyed Need for Speed. Lot of, I thought it was a lot better than...
0: I don't know what people gave it. I think I would assume that it would just got like, oh, it's a video game movie type thing. But I thought Aaron Paul, he was in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Aaron Paul did pretty well. And I always, for some reason from that movie, I always remember the scene where they're like driving on the road and then they're putting gas into his car as they're driving. That's a, that one scene. That's that one scene. scene has stuck in my mind. So
1: that's a great scene. The other one is when he takes that car and jumps it over the um, police cars from yeah. from one road across one like he jumped a road to another road. It was it was insane. That one was that one was a lot of fun. Um, and a uh, uh, something based. So a movie a, a movie that I haven't seen. Based off a game, I I guess would have to be—I uh, know they made that Assassin's Creed movie. I haven't seen that yet. Well, what's one that you would like—what's one that doesn't
0: exist that you want to see? Oh,
1: one that doesn't exist? That, uh, oh, man.
0: I think a God of War movie would be pretty dope if they yeah. did it right.
1: I'd have to agree. God of War would have to happen
0: and i know that's just kind of like my fallback answer but it like i feel like it would be i mean i love halo as well but i don't think they'd be able to do it as much justice in a and i mean they're actually trying right now they're doing a halo tv show they're recording it um yeah but i feel like a god of war movie not a tv show a movie would be if like an hbo god of war show would be fucking phenomenal I feel like it could be anyway.
1: Absolutely. No, that that would actually be... Yeah. Nope. Now it has to happen. Damn it, Ben. Yeah.
0: Now we... All right. Let's go to the HBO execs yep. and
1: uh, pitch them God of War. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it for the God of War franchise. They're... Damn right. They, they don't have to worry. A couple of, you know, a couple of kids that have played big-time podcasters yeah, yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah. Huge. Huge. <laughs>
0: Unbelievable. All right. Shelby, thank you for the question. Riley, our another new listener, asks a question. Has there ever been a video game series or franchise that you have always wanted to get into but have never gotten into due to the vast number of releases of that game, uh, series, or franchise, or just didn't know where you would start? So, like, if you didn't want to start at the beginning of the game, like like game one, and there's, like, 8,000 games, and like what what's a game like that that you would
1: uh oh absolutely just kind of passed you by absolutely um that would be that would have to be assassin's creed yeah because um that whole game the whole game concept is amazing i love that that's awesome like it's a cool it's a really cool game um but i was never i never got into it right off the get go which i wish i did because i probably be absolutely in love with that game. Right. Um, but once I, you know, noticed it and was like, oh, maybe I should get into that. They already made like six games. So I remember absolutely loving
0: Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> and there was one after that. I don't remember which one it was, but I think the one. With yeah. The red coats, I think that was probably like five or something. Yeah. That sounds about right. But yeah, I fell off pretty quick too for some reason there was i don't know i don't know why because i liked it i got odyssey and really liked it but mm-hmm. again i also didn't beat it <laughs> like I, I i played it it was really fucking gorgeous and the gameplay was really fun but i i fell off like after 20 30 hours yeah it was fun though i really enjoyed it the the game that stood out for me instantly was the witcher
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i know that everyone It's not like it doesn't have that many games, only it's like three, Mm -hmm. but the games are like 100 to 200 hours long. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I want it. Like, I have The Witcher 3, and everyone's like, dude, it's literally the most fantastic game of all time. And I'm like, I really would like to try it. And I have, I've gone to it a couple times. People are like, yeah, you don't need to do one or two if you don't want to, you should. But if you don't want to, you don't need to. And even just hearing that, I'm like, well, if I should do it, I feel like I have to do it, even though I don't want to do it. (laughs) And I have them all. So I've never gone to that. Uh, I've gone to Witcher 3, and I've tried for a little bit. And then I was like, I still just don't feel right doing this. And I don't know. I I wish that I got into that as much as everyone else did because... It seems like a really cool game franchise that I would like to get into, but
1: yeah, me too. I feel like not playing those games and not beating them it makes us makes you feel like left out.
0: Like I feel like that's almost the same feeling for games like Halo, right? Or even even like God of War, or because those games or Gears of War, where there's now I don't know seven, eight. Of those games, right? Halo Infinite's coming out. That's Halo 6, but that doesn't include Halo Reach or Halo 3 ODST. Gears 5 just came out, but there was also Gears of War Judgment, so that's 6. God of War has 4, 5, or 6 if you count all of them. So like, there's, there's a lot of those games, and it's, it's kind of hard to get into them, I would think, if you didn't play from the get-go.
1: Right, and you know what? Speaking of that, Call of Duty used to do it. When they were, you know, they came out with, um, you know, the first Modern Warfare, um, mm-hmm. their stories connected from Modern Warfare, yeah, for two to Modern Warfare three. I wish they continued that because those stories were so good, yeah. And the gameplay was always really good. So, I think, yeah, I think the coolest thing
0: that Gears of War did this year is that they still kept connecting all the stories. But what they did, not only before the campaign, but they have it in, like, the options, too, is they have, like, a quick five-minute recap of each single Gears of War game that you can go in and there, watch, and be like, All right, I don't want to play 10 to 12, 20 hours of a Gears of War 1. Let me watch a five-minute recap of that one and of Gears 2 and 3 and 4. And then I'll be totally caught up for Gears 5. And I think that's super cool. And I think every story game should do that. That's in a franchise or a series.
1: Yeah, that has yeah. That that would absolutely be have to be um something that people the franchises should consider with games that have stories that connect. Just have a quick recap in the game. Yeah. yeah that'd be- Especially ones that are so long like that. Oh, absolutely.
0: All right. Our last question, not video game related. Well, it could be. And it will be for me. But Icon Rising asks, "What are your favorite podcasts,
1: Michael? What do you say?" Okay, well, I don't watch podcasts, so uh, this one would have to be my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. VAP Gaming Podcast uh, is
0: the best podcast. The around, one you know? and only. Damn right. I personally listen to a lot of podcasts because I drive to school. I when I'm not in class at school, I'm listening to podcasts or if I'm not studying. So my first podcast that I ever listened to, which I don't listen to it much anymore, but it it links was talk is Jericho with Chris Jericho. That was cool. But I started with him. But what really led me to listening to podcasts was the other video game podcast that I listen to still to this day is bite me podcast. Big fan of them. I've been around in there, podcast society since like I don't know episode four or five or something I've been asking question that uh, questions there every week it's really fun love them they uh, they didn't convince me but they were inspiration enough for me to want to keep doing this and wanted to make a podcast and they got me they kind of convinced me to do some streaming and stuff so I've been having a lot of fun doing that too so that's awesome. And then the other like inspiration for this podcast for me personally is kind of funny with their kind of funny games. I fucking love them. They're funny as shit. I don't interact with them often because they're kind of already too big that I feel like, I feel like getting involved now would be kind of hard to with how many hundreds of people listen to them, but Mm -hmm. I watch them almost every day and listen to them almost every day. And, uh, I love them. I listen to this isn't a podcast; it's a radio show. But busted open on Sirius XM, talk about wrestling all three hours a day for six days a week, which is nutty. Um, I love them, but yeah, I love podcasts. They're fun. I love podcasts. Yeah. No. Do you watch any people on Twitch? And I'm not just saying me. Twitch.tv slash Devinster. I don't. I just watch you. <laughs> God damn it. I, really, I was trying to give you an out. I really just watch you. I don't and watch anybody them. else. You really only need me. It's what I've been told. I know. Twitch.tv slash Devinster. You know what yeah, I'm saying? was
1: really missing out, you know?
0: I know. So those are all the questions this week. Thank you to all of you who asked questions this week, helping us make this episode a little longer from the lackluster of news. But... <laughs> We are going to tell you all about the big games coming out next week. And, oh, boy, is it a big one for some people for the first three, which I'm not all that excited about, but the last one. So we are starting off on November 12th on PC. The Legend of Bumbo is coming out. I don't know what the hell that is, but I like Bumbo. (laughs) That's a fun word to say. Michael, say it. Bumbo. Isn't it fun? It's kind of fun. It's a fun word to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on the no- <laughs> on November 15th, on Nintendo Switch, both Pokemon Sword and Shield are coming out. Do you give a shit? Um, I mean, I like Pokemon, but I probably won't get them. You know, actually, this is a great one to answer Riley's question earlier. Another game. Pokemon, I have absolutely zero interest in anymore because that game has existed since, like, 1980 (laughs) and i don't yeah i mean and i feel like that's one of those games that you need to start on at like the beginning because like i know it's not story intensive but i feel like the actual gameplay of it to me is just like this is really repetitive also going back to joe's question (laughs) this is really repetitive and i feel like you accomplish like you get nothing from doing it it's so, I feel like unless you grew up with this game, it's not a game that you would get into when you're like 20
1: right. or any time older than that. Right. No. Uh, the, I mean, the graphics are really good, but it is a giant game loop. So yeah. Game one to this one, the game is the exact same. You just you start off as some kid in a village going on a Pokemon adventure thing. You meet a few people, you meet some friends, you meet the enemies, and you go go around the town catch pokemon and that's i mean that's really the game um the
0: the only pokemon i got into ever was pokemon go and even that i didn't even get super into but i thought it was actually really cool when it first happened where we have this like you know park near us where i went there with i think you actually (laughs) right Mm -hmm. and we not only did i go with michael but like we, we saw one of our friends there, literally just by happenstance, and it's so funny to see, like, 20 to 30 people sitting there and people yelling, like, hey, there's a something over here because I don't know anything except for Pikachu, and I know that's not rare. There's a Esperion over here,
1: <laughs> right? That's something, right? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> but it was really big. Me and you went to that park, and there was like hundreds of people there. Yeah, there was, was a lot of insane. people. Insane. It was like when Pokemon start when Pokemon Go was huge, but the one Pokemon game that I do, uh, which that they came out with again was Pokemon Stadium because those are awesome. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Snap. Pokemon Snap was cool too. I wish they would come out with one of those too. I'd probably care more about that than any of the other ones. Just let me take pictures of cute Pokemon. I know. <laughs> I know. I loved. Um, I loved pokemon snap too but pokemon stadium was always really good to me so also on november 15th a game called tokyo ghoul recall to
0: exist comes out on pc and ps4 and the big daddy <laughs> coming out next week star wars jedi fallen order on pc xbox and playstation 4 i cannot fucking wait dude i've been in this like weird state of gaming where I want to be playing games, but every time I go to play a game, I don't want to play it, if that makes sense. I don't know if anyone else has experienced that, but I've been experiencing that lately. And I'm like, I just want to be a fucking Jedi, dude. I know. I just want to be a Jedi. Let me get my lightsaber. Let me reflect some blaster bullets. I know. Let me just go throw my lightsaber at some
1: peeps. Uh, I know. This is this is the game that we didn't get, but we know we needed I I can't wait for a
0: straight narrative Star Wars story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it looks absolutely stunning. Like, absolutely stunning. From what
1: we've seen, it looks
0: incredible. And from what I've been hearing from people like Greg Miller from Kind of Funny, who they send... When can we get this? They sent him down to Disney in a closed-down Disney park. And him and a bunch of other... like big time game influencers got to play the game like three hours of it. Then they'd like just spent time in Disney World. When can we
1: do that? Um, excuse for me for free. Okay. For you, Disney listeners. That's right. You Disney, you, Disney plus comes out on Tuesday. I Yeah. Disney back to a, you know, it was, it was a movie first, but a show that I'm excited about is the new star Wars show. That's coming out on Disney plus. So the Mandalorian. But, yeah. Can't wait, but for you, disney executives we will absolutely love to do all that for you if you'd like i'll even pay for the flight just let us it, in yeah i will pay for the flight but you everything <laughs> else please just
0: let me in but yeah dude i can't fucking <laughs> wait for star wars jedi fallen Order. i know. also also episode Nine's coming out soon
1: oh yeah
0: in december i think it's december 20th real close to christmas
1: and it's but. really close
0: I'm so excited for, it, dude. I we're gonna be uh, at least me. I'm gonna definitely gonna be talking about Jedi Fallen Order. I think Michael said he's gonna try to get it too.
1: I'm gonna get it too, but I'll leave you to that. I'll just agree with you and probably talk about what I like about it and like how our playing styles might be a little different. Um, yeah, but I'll probably talk a little bit more about Need for Speed Heat. Yeah, that makes sense. Then we'll
0: uh, we'll talk about both of those. Uh, like I said, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Facebook at the VIP Gaming Podcast. Uh, follow me at Twitch.tv/devinster mm-hmm. or Twitter at devinster1, or just find me on Facebook. I'm not that hard to find. I think it's Vinny Devinster I don't do anything yeah, there. That's all it is. What What are you What are you plugging, Michael? You got anything to
1: plug? Uh, follow me on Facebook, Mike Goss. Oh, there you go, that's easy, good. dude. Yeah. Easy. I'm fun. following
0: you right now. Other than that. I'm currently stalking your Facebook page.
1: Don't find my <laughs> nudes. Unbelievable. Wow, you put those on Facebook, huh? <laughs> Yeah, for the world to see. Unbelievable. Um, you
0: got anything else to say? Follow my boy. Damn right. Get me going. Get me those. I need those followers, dude. I need them all. <laughs> and if you have Amazon Prime, you got Twitch Prime. Anyways, that's we're going to conclude the podcast here. Thank you guys for hanging out. Episode number five. And until next time.